What's up, guys? Welcome to the Coach Fitz Podcast, where we simplify exercise and nutrition so you can get leaner, stronger, and become more energized. I'm your host, Brian Fitzsimmons. Let's get it started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coach Fitz Podcast for another fun-filled episode. So today is part three, the last installment of the best way to burn belly fat. Today, we're going to be talking about the recovery diet, what it is, why you should do it, and exactly how to do it. But before we do that, we're going to dive into the intro. Okay, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about what's been going on, catch you up to speed. Um, I can't remember if I mentioned it last time, but me and my girlfriend have been really into Ozark, the, um, what's it called? Or, I mean, who's the guy? Jason Bateman is amazing. Absolutely freaking amazing in that. And we're hooked. We're hooked. So if you guys have not, I don't want to spoil anything. If you haven't watched Ozark, definitely worth rewatching it if you saw it and kind of fell off or watching it for the first time. Because I'm in that group of people that, dismissed it right off the bat. I saw the first episode and I was like, eh, didn't really grab me. So I never really went back to it. Second time around, I was like, oh, wow. I don't know why I wasn't interested. <laughs> so yeah, Ozark, so good. And that actually just reminds me, this is Tuesday. Oh, I got to wait another day for Wednesday for the Bubba Fett review and then Thursday for Peacemakers. So no updates there. Uh, what else we got? Oh, for those of you that don't know, I am on a weight loss journey of my own. So taking my own advice, it's, uh, it's not easy to take your own advice. It's kind of like the, that saying like doctors make the worst patients. Um, same goes for personal trainers. We are possibly the worst clients of all time because we think that all, like all the rules that we follow and guide others with don't apply to us because we're some sort of superheroes, but not the case. So yeah, taking my own advice and down five pounds in about, what is it? Two, three ish weeks. So right on pace, very happy with the rate of loss at this point. I think if I was going to attribute it to anything and compared to previous attempts, the sleep has been in, an incredible help when you get a good night's sleep. It just makes a world of difference as far as like, making the right decisions when it comes to food for me at least is the big one. I just I don't crave any of that crappy stuff and I don't it's not as easy to justify eating crappy food. And another thing is I just got back from the gym and I hit a new PR or kind of it's a new version of a PR I guess you could call it. So I did this was for weighted chin-ups. Now Every three or four weeks, I'll just strap as much weight as I can to my body and do a chin-up where I get my chin over the bar, trying to hit chest to bar and just climb, climb, climb until I can't go any higher. And today I hit, I got my chin over the bar, but I didn't get my chest to the bar. I'm a little bummed about that. But anyway, this is from a full dead hang. So instead of just jumping and going, I kind of paused for one moment, made sure my body was still, made sure my arms are locked out, 
and then pulled because a lot of times you see people do chin-ups, they jump and their arms are already bent and they're not really doing a full pull-up. So for me, I prefer to hang out a little bit, make sure I'm in a good spot and then pull. For me, it just seems like a legitimate pull-up, not just like an ego pull-up. Anyway, I got myself up to 70 pounds strapped around my waist and got my chin over the bar. So yay me. Uh, in the past, I've done, let's see, I remember doing an 88 pounder like kettlebell, which a different, a little bit different loading and the bar was in a different spot, but it's like, I think I might have jumped the gun and done an ego one during that. So for this dead hang to start, I'll consider that a PR. Uh, 70 pounds is on the way. Eventually I want to get to half body weight, then three quarters body weight, and then full body weight. That's like my apocalypse prep, you could call it. So when the world's ending and it's like a scene out of um, Doomsday or what's that movie with, uh, what's his name? The guy from Hot Tub Time Machine. I forget his name. But the one where he's in that and there's like earthquakes going all over the place and the floor splitting. I just imagine myself being the unlucky SOB who gets caught with one foot on each side of the crack and then I drop down and have to grab onto something. Just in case somebody else is in my predicament and grabs onto me, I want to be able to pull them up with me. If that situation does happen, I really pray it's like a little kid or something because if somebody is three, 400 pounds, we're both going down. Or maybe not. Depends how much time I got to prepare for this. And last but not least, I don't know if it's bugging anybody else, but this whole weight loss around COVID scaremongering sales tactic is really starting to annoy me. I don't know about you, but like this, this topic when it comes to COVID, like, yeah, everybody has their opinions. I'm not going to try and like sway somebody one way or the other. You feel how you feel. I'm not going to try and change that. But what I do have a big issue with is that like fitness people right now are trying to sell products saying like, oh, well, the CDC said that like, it's really only like overweight people and really sick people that are getting, getting COVID and dying from it. So now's a great chance to get your fitness and health back. And I'm just like, well, yeah, but you don't have to say it like that. It's it, for me, it comes off as like when like when you're a little kid and your mom or dad says like hey johnny don't touch the stove you're going to burn yourself what does little johnny do puts his hand on the stove because it's like that initial gut reaction of like don't do that and your first thought is fuck you i'm going to do it <laughs> so i think it's doing more harm than good like now that people are like getting guilted into fitness, I think that these sales messages are actually counterproductive. You should only really be getting into this stuff or making that decision for yourself to improve your life, not to like avoid some potential downside. Like, yes, it's, it is a real threat. It is a real thing, but do it for yourself. Do it for like the joy of it. Do it for wanting a better life. Do it for wanting to be around for your kids as they grow up or so that you don't have to be the one huffing and puffing at work uh, when you go up, up and down the stairs from work or like for the, 
simple ease of making life easier. <laughs> like the the best way I could describe it without rambling and stuttering and tripping over my words is do it for yourself. Do it for the good reasons. Don't do it because somebody scared you into it or used fear mongering to try and make a decision because the fitness industry is really good at that. <laughs> they are very, very good at making you feel like shit about yourself in order to make a sale. So don't fall for it. I mean, it is true. You do want to put yourself in a healthy position so that you can live a long, healthy life, but don't do it for the wrong reasons. Do it to improve your situation and have the best life you are capable of having. All right, I'll jump off my soapbox now. <laughs> and last but not least is this week I'm launching my new program, the 12-Week Fit 40 for Women at-home program. That is a mouthful. I'm just calling it Fit 40. But what it is, is a program that is 100% specific to women over the age of 40 who want to lose five to 10 pounds in the next 12 weeks, all from the comfort of their own home. So these are this program and all the other ones, they really just follow the exact same principles with slight tweaks to cater towards a certain population. So when it comes to certain tips or exercises, some of them will be changed up a little bit in comparison to like what I would give a male. So for the females, you could chat up with me a little bit, find out some more stuff. But if you're wondering why, like why females, like first off, it's my bread and butter because I always, always have worked with women for the, like from the start of my, uh, from the start of my personal training journey, everybody has been like a 40 plus year old woman. And then eventually they brought their husbands in, which it's funny how it works like that because the women get in incredible shape and their husbands are like, I guess I got to go to the gym now. <laughs> you, from my personal experience. So if you want to be that woman that guilts your husband into getting in shape because you're in such damn good shape, come on down. <laughs> no, but all, in all seriousness, if you are interested, I'm going to put the application the uh, link in the description or in the show notes, and you can hit it there, get an application in, and we could chat on the phone more about it, and I'll give you all the details. So that's my only pitch. I think I'm still staying consistent with pitching a product no more than once a month. <laughs> that is like the only thing. I'll only pitch myself, or I take that back. I had a conversation with my friend Dan, who is a listener of the podcast. And I told him straight up, if somebody offers me food to sponsor this podcast, I'm a fat kid at heart. You know, for I'm not even going to hesitate. Like, by the, I won't even make it all the way through an email if they ask. I'll just say, yes. Is it ice cream? Yes. Is it Slim Jims? Yes. I don't care. <laughs> Any Free food is good food. Other than that, you don't have to worry about me pushing some shit supplements or anything like that. All right. On to the main topic today, which is part three, which is the recovery diet. This is easily the most overlooked, and I say that a lot, but this one is the reason that we have a health or a weight problem in the US. It is the reason that we have so many people that are classified as overweight or obese, and that makes up the majority of our population because we don't have a weight loss problem. I'll say that again. We don't have a weight loss problem. Most people in, the, in their lives, and I'm going to look this up to confirm, most people in their lives 
percentage of people who have lost significant amounts of weight of people who have. So I looked it up, couldn't find the exact statistic, but let's just be real. Most people in their lifetime have tried a diet and have lost anywhere between 10, 20, 30, 40 plus pounds. And I will try and do my best to find the exact number and I'll put it in the show notes if I find it. But while I was looking, here's a very scary statistic that roughly 90% of people who lose a lot of weight eventually regain just about all of it. And that's as of 2017. And that's health blog, uofmhealth.org. I'll put, oh, it's Michigan, (laughs) University of Michigan. I'll put that in the show notes too. And it isn't surprising because more times than not, we always go towards those programs, those fat loss systems that promise super fast weight loss and then leave you high and dry. So even if you do do everything that they say, you lose all this weight, you give them a progress picture, and then they're like, all right, thanks, bye. And there's nothing left. There's nothing to get you back to where you need to be to live a normal life. Because a lot of them drive those calories down super, like super low because they take away gigantic food groups that like make up half of the American diet. Like they'll take away carbs or they'll take away fat or protein or they'll take away sugar. And that leads to extremely low calories, which drives your metabolism down because when you feed your body less, it will slow your metabolism down so that you don't die starvation mode is a thing. It's just not what people think it is. Starvation mode is like when you starve yourself, it makes it harder to lose fat. doesn't make it impossible, but it makes it harder because your metabolism is adaptable. It, as you eat less, your metabolism will slow down to try and keep you alive. Does, and if you're underneath that level of maintenance that is slowly going down, you'll still lose weight, but eventually you're going to hit that point where you can't go any lower and that metabolism is still going down and then you're stuck. So that's where the reverse diet comes in. You take that metabolism and you bring it right back up. Just how you brought it down slowly and over time, you can bring it back with minimal, if any, fat gain, which is the name of the game here. That's basically the definition of what a recovery diet is. It is a way to speed up your metabolism over time to minimize fat gain while improving energy, potentially giving like for the women, if you go so low that you lose your period, it can bring it back, hopefully, and and other things like that, like very, very big for improving health that a crazy diet took away. And it'll help gain more muscle, build more bone, all the stuff we talked about in previous episodes, all that stuff comes back and it allows you to eat more food than when you were losing weight. You don't have to say, oh, this is going to be like the clip right here of the entire episode. You don't have to eat the exact same way that you did to lose weight to maintain it. I'll say it again. You don't need to keep eating the exact same way when a diet ends, because if you do, you're going to keep losing weight or you're going to get to that point where your metabolism is so low that yes, you might be stuck there. And if you go over that, then you're going to gain weight 
but if you do it too fast, like most of us do, and you go have all those foods you were depriving yourself of and you binge, 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 it's going to come right back, mostly fat. But this method is how you do it to minimize the fat gain, gain muscle strength and all that good stuff instead of the fat. <sighs> I think I made a good case for it. <laughs> um, and more reasons as to why you should it. Oh, no, I already got that. <laughs> I skipped ahead. I went a little faster than I thought I would. Those are the reasons why you should do it. I mean, if that doesn't like perk your ears up and say, yes, that sounds like an awesome idea, then I don't know what will. So let's get into the how. It sounds really good on the surface. Like, oh, I eat more. I get more energy. I get better workouts and all this stuff. But how do you do it? The easy way to do it is just to add 100 to 200 calories to your daily calorie goal every single week. So let's say you did get stuck on one of those crappy diets and you lost all this weight on 1,200 calories, which I wish on nobody, but let's say that's you. You do 1,200 calories. Now, right from there, there are some coaching services that will give you like 500 calories the second you're done. And that's one way to do it because you're maintenance is like this range of like 300 to 500 calories, which they try and give you. But let's say you're like, oh, that's too much for me. Just mentally, just don't want to put yourself in a place of like, I'm scared of gaining fat, which is totally understandable because I've been there. Like you get to the point you are and you're like, I don't want to lose this. Start off slow, get a hundred calories added on. So you're eating 1300 calories a day. Now, this is important. Don't freak out because that first one to three-ish days, it is possible that you see a bump in weight, but it's not any fat. It's glycogen returning to your muscles. It's water shifting around in your body, and it's normal, completely normal. And once you get to that point, like let's say you did it on Monday, by the time you get to like Thursday, Friday, it levels back out, and you're probably going to be about the same weight as you were. Um, I was trying so hard not to say, um, I know I've said it a couple of times. <laughs> so you add that hundred calories and you wait it out, see what happens. If by the time you get to Sunday, it's level, or sometimes people even lose weight, more weight because their body really wants these calories. If you're in that category where weight has maintained, or even like a half a pound to a pound of an increase in weight is still, there's no way that's fat. So if you're in that zone of like a pound of a pound gained or less, add another hundred calories. And then if you keep running that over and over and over again, now you don't want to gain a pound every single week because then you're going to end up in like gaining more than you'd like to. And eventually that would turn some of that would be fat. So do your best to try and hit that point where you're maintaining weight, give or take like half a pound or even losing weight, then a hundred, a hundred, a hundred. Now, if you're in that group of people that's losing weight, you could even take it a step further. You can do 200 calories added on and then follow the exact same thing. Over time, this will result in your metabolism increasing incredibly without any additional fat gain. So you figure a hundred calories a week, 10 weeks, that gets you, if you were at 1,200 calories and you were starting there, 10 weeks later, you'd be at 2,200 calories. 
and you'd be the same weight, if not maybe like a pound or two heavier, that will look incredible. It'll feel incredible. And your, your body is going to be so much happier. Now that, like I said, again, that one, two, three pounds that you put on, that's not even fat. That's your muscle coming back. It's almost like a balloon blowing back up because our muscles store glycogen, which is what carbs turn into. So you eat your sugar or your bread or whatever that gets broken down and goes into your liver and your muscles. And when your muscles get full of it, they start filling up just like a balloon. And it makes your, it makes your body actually look more toned because now the muscle is pushing through the skin and you actually like look even better than when you were at 1200 calories, because now the skin is a little bit firmer. You don't have what the bodybuilders call a quote unquote flat look or like a stringy look, your body looks full, it looks healthy. And you get that toned look that a lot of people chase if that's your goal. But even if it's not your goal, just for straight up energy and feeling better, I can't even tell you how incredible it feels coming off of a diet and going and reversing and eating more. It's like somebody just pumped, like got you back to life. Like you didn't even know you were a zombie until you actually get back to normal. And you're like, wow, cannot believe I was living like that for that long. And again, this is just from experience. <laughs> I've done those super low calorie things and it's not fun. So that's how you reverse diet. And if you do it right, it'll be next to nothing as far as fat gain. And you can, when you get to that point where let's say, I almost forgot this part. Let's say you get to that point where you can't help but gain more weight. Like you hit that point and you're like, all right, well now I'm starting to gain like over the course of like a month or two, I'm at like two or four pounds, like a month. And it's like, you're not liking it too much. And every time you add calories, it it's harder to maintain your weight. That's, that's cool. You can hang there or cause that, that can happen, but it doesn't happen a lot. Like for example, like I have a client now, Jillian, who we're at like 26, 2700 calories. And she's maintaining on that. If she wanted to, she could bump it like another two, 300 calories and try and gain like maybe like half a pound to a pound a month for muscle. And if she's eating enough protein and getting enough sleep, that's going to be muscle gain, not fat. So if you wanted to take it in that direction, you could, because honestly, I like, I don't know if there are many studies done on this, but I think one of the best predictors for longevity is it's gotta be lean body mass because when you like they, there is a statistic that says like, if you enter into like a hospital bed, now I might be butchering this, but if you enter into a hospital bed and like you have like something like a cancer treatment or something like that, and you come in at a heavier weight, you actually stand more of a chance to last the course of treatment rather than pass away. So in that case, heavier weight is good weight. Now imagine that that weight, the extra weight that you're carrying is muscle. It's like no brainer because muscle doesn't carry any, many, if not any, many, if not any, I like that. Any health risks. Yes. If you push it too hard, it, like you do steroids and stuff, bad, bad, bad. 
or if you push it to the point where it's such a strain on your body could decrease. But if you get to that point where you are super duper healthy, you are like the fittest person on your block, then it usually puts you in a better position. Doesn't guarantee anything, but it puts you in a better position again to live a longer, healthier life. So if you want that, maybe going that route of building some lean muscle tissue after this diet is the way to go. So all possibilities, not telling you to do anything, just throwing it out there, just presenting the possibilities, do with them what you will. So that covers everything I had on this topic. Yeah, nailed it all. And just in time for a call, (laughs) because I actually forgot to mention in the intro that I did join a you could call it like a mentorship slash certification of a online trainer Academy level two and got a call with them in about eight minutes. So all that is for anybody that's unfamiliar with it, it's a service that helps online trainers improve their services and offer it to more people. And yeah, so I cannot wait, cannot wait to do this for, it's like an eight week program. Cannot wait to jump right in, get it started. And I'm excited to see the improvements that it can make in what I'm doing because everybody can get better. I'm always trying to get better. And I want to provide the best possible service to everybody that is with me right now, my current client list. I want to provide the best service to you guys. So I, I am expecting this will do that. All right. This is where we wrap it. Hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. Go kick some ass and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, be sure to leave a five-star review. If you found the information helpful, go ahead and share it with somebody you think could use it too. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.